So I am beginning my morning daily commute. Sleeping in my house now. Walking to my car. So now comes the second part of my commute, which involves me riding my bicycle from the out, outer edge of my campus up to my classroom. So I will be riding along with other vehicles. I'm about to jump out on the road here. Welcome back to our pad to future. I have decided that I am just going to go ahead and hold back a whole lot less with information directly concerning the company or individual that has a patent. So I'm dealing with patent applications that have been published. So it's already out there. It's for anyone to go look at. So let's get right into this. And today's podcast is going to be two parts. So the first part is the first patent that Apple has platform is now published and the title for it is external communication for vehicles so my daily commute into school and work is just a 15 minute commute and it encounters three roads one of which is a half mile long dirt driveway so as far as encountering a lot of people or a lot of dangers there's not a whole lot out there for me and that's just one example, probably on the very low end of the danger scale. And even just with that, I still encounter opportunities where there's danger. Um, especially when I'm on my bicycle. So that is the second part of my commute. And after reading this patent application that Apple has out there, I was paying a whole lot more attention during my commutes. And so just in the car alone... You don't necessarily notice it, but there's a lot of eye contact and communication from driver to driver without actually using words, but there's a lot of hand signal and eye contact that is a form of communication. And when you're on the bicycle, there's even more of that because people aren't really looking out for a bicycle, especially on the roads I am riding. They're just not used to that. And so I'm having to be extra cautious 
And anytime I see a car to anywhere in my peripheral vision, to my left, to my right, if it looks like they're going to pull out, I am looking directly at the driver, trying to make contact with them to understand that they see me and that they know I'm coming. And if I don't see that, I immediately start to slow down. And then there's always the case of what if I don't even see them and I'm not prepared at all for it. And obviously that's what leads to a lot of accidents. So Apple is definitely trying to jump on that autonomous bandwagon. They are not trying to build a car necessarily. They are more looking at just software and even some hardware components to assist in the autonomous driving. And so in this patent, the external communication for vehicles, they have basically just a lot of sensors that relay information to like they say, just an external communication device. They aren't very specific as to what that will actually be, but that device will then communicate to other vehicles and drivers and riders, cyclists, pedestrians, whatever it may be, what is going on that that car sees that the other person may not see. So the flowchart says that the artificial intelligence of this software and this device is going to determine its own path, so it already knows where it's headed, and then it can also determine the path of the other vehicles around it. And then once it's done that, once it's determined its own path and the other vehicles, it can then detect if that path is followed, at what point and when two or more of those vehicles are going to intersect, including itself. So then it'll determine what the objects are. So it'll determine if it's another car, a truck, a bicycle, a pedestrian, even just a maybe a stop sign. And from there, it will then generate an external communication. And we'll talk a little more about what that could be. And then it's able to detect whether or not that was detected. If that communication was detected and if there is a response uh, in return. And if not, it'll repeat the process. And if there was, that vehicle itself will generate a response in agreement or approval. So this application seems much more like an idea than an actual product to be sold at this moment because it says quite often throughout the application that there will either be some sort of sound, as in it could be a siren or a beeping noise, or it could even be verbal communication letting a pedestrian know that there is a car coming to its right. But it could also be, it says, flashing lights, sort of like a strobe light, or it could be similar to what we see on police or ambulance cars, obviously not mimicking them. Uh, but there, there's no clear definition as to what it'll be. It seems like it's very much still in the running, but this is what they have the patent for. And something very interesting is that it not only is watching over itself, but it is also looking out for all the other vehicles around it. So even if there is a car coming head on to another car, but not the car itself that you're in or that the device is on, it will still let those two cars know that they are in line of contact with each other. So, we're now going to go to a situation where you are approaching a four-way stop. 
So in this case, I'm on a bicycle. And coming up to this four-way, and it's busy. There are cars turning left, cars turning right. I come up to a red light, so I stop. And I'm just waiting my turn. And all this time, you see people making decisions, basing their decisions off an assumption that other people are going to be obeying the rules. So people turning left are expecting the people turning right onto that same road that they're going to yield. And then when people turn right, you know, they're expecting that no one's going to come out of nowhere going too fast and run into them. They're also expecting no one to just come into the lane. It's pretty chaotic. And you can hear that in the background right now, and I'm not even moving. I'm at a, a standstill. But then once it clears up, I get going. And so just in that one scenario, there was plenty of opportunities for any kind of accident. And that's just one example of where this device could be helpful, especially if these cars are all autonomous and there isn't even any human interaction. There would be no eye contact and confirming of, I guess, your own decision and that the other person is on the same page of that decision. And so if there's no people involved, this is what we have to rely on. And that's where, where Apple's headed. So now we are in part two of this podcast. And for this next part, you need to just completely forget everything you know or have been taught about driving and your idea of what your commute anywhere is like. Because this next application, which is called Immersive Virtual Display, will change the way we travel. We're still going to have to make commutes in the future. We're still going to need to get places. So vehicles are still part of our patented future. But the function of them is what is changing. We are still going to have to make commutes. Right? We're still going to have to leave our homes to go to work to go to school or just to go out to go out with some friends to go eat we're still gonna have to go walk to our vehicles now, as of now part of our patented future they are still gonna be cars of some sort so we may still have keys we're gonna have to go we're gonna have to open up that door just like normal our stuff you know if we have our work bag our backpack our whatever we're gonna still put those in that car we're still going to sit down. But once we close that door, it all changes from that point on with what Apple has in mind for our patented future. Once you're in that car, you are in control of where you are going, where you are, in what time frame you exist, and how you're going to get to your destination virtually so like i said this is just the point where it's like philosophy 101 where you're told to just forget everything you know or believe about existence 
and everything and just use that for commuting and just forget about your experience and just imagine now that you get in this car just like normal and as soon as that door closes you are now able to and this is according to the patent you can either wear a VR headset <clears throat> or they even have in their application the possibility of instead of their being windows that you see out of, they would be windows that project an image of your choice. So, for easiness, because it's more, I guess, easy to understand because it's already out there, we're going to imagine we put on this VR headset, and what you see is a mixed reality, because you see yourself still in a vehicle, but instead of seeing what's really outside those windows, you're now seeing whatever you want that to be. And the options... Right now are limitless, but they have in there that you could be in a city of your choice, like London or New York, but you may actually be in the middle of Arkansas. And you may not even be in a car in this virtual reality. There are actually options of you being basically in the vehicle of your choice. And they're leaving that completely open to the imagination. Because in their words, they say, Passengers may choose to have relaxing virtual experiences while riding in a vehicle such as floating down a river. Is floating down a river in a canoe or kayak of some sort. Or soaring over the landscape in a hang glider. Okay, a hang glider. This is what they have imagined. So again, imagine instead of your daily commute, you are now able to hang glide to work. I continue. Or exciting virtual experiences such as a car chase or driving through a post-apocalyptic wasteland with zombies attacking or anything in between. Close quote. Yes, they said zombies. This is part of the application. They are, like I said, leaving this completely open to imagination of these software designers. Again, I begin, quote, Passengers may choose to have the virtual experience of riding through another real location, such as the streets of London, or through fictional cities or landscapes. The virtual experience may be educational and interactive, for example, allowing the passenger to discover history or other information about landmarks in a virtual way of a city that they are experiencing. The virtual experiences may be interactive in other ways, for example, allowing a passenger to pass other vehicles during a road race experience. Or run over zombies in a post-apocalyptic landscape. As another example, the vehicle stops at a red light, or for some other reason, when fleeing zombies in a post-apocalyptic landscape, the virtual experience may cause the vehicle to appear to stall and not allow the car to be restarted until the light turns green to build suspense. Close quote. So, there you have it. That is what is in store. That is part of our patented future right now. No more boring commutes. It can now be we fly into work or we are chasing or being chased by zombies. And for their flow chart for this, they have quite a few, but one of the more interesting one was so you, you put your VR device or you connect yourself to the VR system uh, within the vehicle. And the... VR is then able to obtain inputs from the vehicle sensors. So this vehicle has a, 
ton of sensors all around it, and it's it's detecting bumps in the road. It's detecting, uh, how, you know, if it's going to speed up, if it's going to slow down. It's even detecting wind, uh, cars coming and going because that will allow for sound or other effects that are are felt by the passenger. And then it generates virtual content representing an immersive VR environment according to the inputs from the vehicle sensors. So, you know, if it, if it detects a bump in the road, it's going to play that back to your virtual experience, you know, according to your choice of your virtual experience. So, uh, we're going to keep reading here, but it then says that it'll... Uh, send the virtual contact to the VR device for display, while at the same time sending sig- signals to one or more of the vehicle systems. And so you're seeing it while feeling it, basically is what's happening, because then one or more vehicle systems provide effects synchronized with the VR experience. So, again, if you hit a bump, you will see a bump. But let's say, well, I guess, sort of jumping the gun here, but later on in the patent application, they say that you may be, if you're in that zombie apocalyptic world, a bump in the road might represent running over one of those zombies, you know, or if you are, I guess if you're in the canoe down the lake, you hit a bump, that might be like hitting a a rapid or a rock, you know, sticking up in the, the lake. And Apple is not cutting it short with just limiting this to a single player option they have in mind that there will be use of multiple people at once so you know either multiple vr headsets or you know if the whole car itself is immersive in this virtual world then there could be more than one person involved in it and even beyond that there could be so they have they have part on there is that you might have this virtual experience of having a interview or a meeting with people and to prevent the phenomena of car sickness or motion sickness if you are in the car while doing this you it'll be as if you were in a car having a meeting with people around the table in a car or possibly a truck bed but no matter what it is you'll be moving and again the movements all correlated with the actual movement but you're seeing it another way but then if there's someone involved in this meeting that's actually not in a car, so if you're having like a, a long way contact, that person themselves will see a different background. So you'll all be three sitting together or however many people are in this meeting, but the ambient environment within that you're in is going to be different for each person, depending on what their actual environment is. And also is planning on incorporating sort of avatar people to be involved with well. So you could be driving solo, but with your virtual system, you may be driving with a whole crew full of people or maybe just one companion or something. But that's all what they have in planned. And this is already part of our patented future and what a crazy feature that is. on a very bumpy road and every time I hit a bump I just can't help but 
think about the virtual world. And there I just drove through a puddle of water. So I'll let you have that liberty of imagining what that could be in Apple's virtual world. <laughs>